This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, being your true self while dating. Uh, But what is the negative to not being your authentic self while dating? So it's as if you're cheating on yourself. You're dating them, but you're cheating you. And in a way, you're cheating them because you're not bringing the real you to it. So that's going to come out no matter what. It's almost like um, like when you shake a bottle, right, and there's bubbles inside, and you could put it on a shelf for 10 years, but eventually somebody's going to open that bottle, and that thing's going to burst. So the, the real you is going to come out. the truth is pent in there. Ah, so it's yeah. always going to come out. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about being your authentic self. So what does that mean? It's kind of a big word, authentic. Being your authentic self, to me, means what it says. Being you. Being true to yourself. The truth is, most of us are not our authentic selves in every part of our lives, you know, because think about it. We might dress to impress other people. I know I do. We might laugh at our boss's joke when it's not funny to gain acceptance. We might act like, although my boss's jokes are very funny, we might act like we have it all together when we really actually are ready to snap. All that is faking it. None of that is being our true selves. And a lot of it is done unconsciously. When I got divorced, I promised myself I was going to do me differently. You know, you can blame the other person, blah, blah, blah. But the common denominator is me, right? So what am I going to do different? I'm going to do me different because the only way to create change is to change something, right? Didn't Einstein say that? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting change. So I knew I needed to change. So I committed myself to practice being my authentic self 120% of the time while dating. I mean, that was an intention. Okay. Um, so this is going to be really scary because, you know, a little part of me was afraid that if I was truly my 100% self, 100% crazy, intense, deep feeling, ambitious self, that nobody would love me, that, you know, people would run away. Yeah. I didn't pay much attention to that fear. I mean, I kind of did, but I pushed through it anyway. So fast forward to my current relationship, which is going fabulously, I might add. And I really have been working super hard at being my authentic self. In fact, on our second date, I had a moment where I was really nervous and I was almost ready to go back to old Lynn and pretend that everything's okay. I got it all together. Everything's fine. No, I'm not nervous. And I made a conscious decision to push myself to show up being my true self and speak what I was feeling. And, you know, if he ran away, whatever, he wasn't for me. So I spoke up and I said how I was feeling. I said I was feeling vulnerable and all this stuff. And it felt great. And he just happened to respond well. But it really didn't matter how he responded. What mattered is that I had the courage and the self-love to practice being real. It takes balls. And practice. And it takes practice. So three months into this relationship, and I've had a few opportunities to go back to the old Lynn, you know, pretending everything's okay. Because God forbid this guy find out how complicated and intense I am. But screw it. I pushed through the fear a couple of times. 
I'm sure I'll get more opportunities, um, of not being lovable and continue to show up as myself. Why? Because I am determined to have authentic relationships by being my authentic self. <sighs> Look, I'm sweating even just thinking about it because it's so scary. Today, we're going to talk to a dating and relationship coach on the recipe for how to do this. Because I'm a newbie, so what do I know? I want to talk to an expert on how to date authentically. Time for Lynn's Confessions. All right, top three things on my mind today. Um, I FaceTime my boyfriend while getting a facial and wearing a hairnet the other day. That's living authentically. I'm like, oh, wow, this is the mo- real me. You want to see me? He's like, well, I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, of course you weren't. <laughs> Too bad. Um, <clears throat> number two, I'm still not keen on people being authentic when I ask if I look fat in something. Like, don't be real. Like, tell me something fake. Or, like, find something good. You know, I, I don't know. I have a problem with total authenticness. We'll talk about that later. And number three, I confess that I had a bowl of Lucky Charms for breakfast. That's authentic. Background check. The background check on today's guest, Lisa Concepcion, is a dating relationship coach. She helps couples and individuals on all things dating, but especially how to find your soulmate, how to have solid, loving, fulfilling relationships with yourself and your partner. Welcome, Lisa. Well, thank you. So, so excited to be here with you. It's great. All right. How can somebody recognize, to begin with, if you're being your authentic self or your fake self? Ooh, it's, for some people, it's visceral. Like you feel it in your body. Some people might say, "Oh, I, I just I went on a date with this guy, and I just felt like tightness in my chest or a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach." And they don't really know what that means. And it oftentimes kicks in as your little bit of intuition saying, eh, "This is not real. This is not you stepping in to who you truly are. You're putting on an act to be." Something that you think this person wants, not necessarily who you truly are. So feel it. You feel it in your body sometimes. I sometimes feel it in my face when I'm (laughs) doing that fake smile. (laughs) Right? Or that fake laugh. Oh my God, that's so funny. No, it's not. It's so funny. It's really not that funny. Right. Kind of rude sometimes too, right? Like somebody will say something, it'll rub you the wrong way, but you're on a date and you want to be in your best behavior. And you're just like 10 minutes in, like, whoa, this guy's really arrogant and rude. And Okay, oh. go with that. That's a perfect example. Right? So, so if you're 10 minutes in and mm-hmm. you're finding this guy's rude, but you want, on, uh, obviously, on a surfacey level to be liked, everybody does, mm-hmm. what so, do you do with that? I mean, you know, you want to be gracious and you want to be uh, um, clear with yourself. Because when you're on a date, you're not necessarily there for them. You're there for you. So true. So, you know, when people are out and about and they're dating... And they're active in the dating scene. A lot of the times they look at the profile on like a match.com or any harmony or whatever, or even like Bumble, and they're approaching the date from the image of what they put out and what the other person put out. But there's a whole other layer of reality that happens when you're interacting with somebody and an energy that's exchanged on an actual date. And so sometimes. It could be very quickly where viscerally in your body, you're just like, "Mm, this is not for me. There's something off here. He seemed great on paper or she seemed lovely in her picture. But now we're interacting and I see how she even sat down and, you know, didn't know to take the napkin off the table and put it on her lap. And he's, you know, cutting his steak like a caveman, like these little nuances where you're like, they matter. They matter how how a person carries themselves in their lives. You have to ask yourself, is this the person that I want to invite into my life? Well, getting back to being your true self, Mm -hmm. say, what do we do with that? Somebody says something that we feel is rude. Mm -hmm. Um, You're 10 minutes in. Mm -hmm. How do you be your true self? 
Well, so I'm a coach, right? Mm-hmm. At the core of my being, I'm always, my goal is always to see people through, I call it God's glasses, right? So I worked on myself to see myself through God's glasses. Therefore, I can do that for others. So mm-hmm. even if I notice somebody not stepping up to their truest, highest self, as opposed to criticizing them or holding them down or judging them, I do my best to inspire them to consider an alternative action. So, so I might them say the to them, the yeah, benefit of the doubt, or I might say, wow, like, that's pretty interesting. What? What was interesting? As opposed no. to laughing, <laughs> that's so funny, or I agree when right? you don't. No agreeing. So I'm not look agreeing. at them from a positive it's, perspective. Right. It's, it's more of coming at it from a place of understanding, mm-hmm. right? So it's, I'm curious about you. I, I noticed how you interacted right there with the server. Like, what was that about? Without judgment. No judgment. Just mm. an empowering question. What was that about? And you never know. It could conjure up a story. Well, you know, when I was in high school, I was a server. And I always treated people with respect. And this guy didn't even, he mm. saw you dropped your napkin. He didn't even pick it up before. You know what I mean? So there could be another reason for the behavior that you're not getting to unless you ask inquisitively and open-endedly so that the person feels empowered to share. As opposed to, oh my God, this chick is judging me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So, so being yeah. your true self, don't laugh when it's not funny. Don't agree when you don't agree. Mm-hmm. Look at the person from a positive perspective and to learn more about them. Yeah. And like always look at something that rubs you wrong. Mm-hmm. Use it as an inspiration to learn more. There's always something more going on with people. That's so true. Right? So when you rush to judgment and you rule it out, you're missing the big nugget. You're missing mm-hmm. the big bonding moment where this person can reveal something to you that could be pretty powerful. And you don't have to agree, but well, you just want to learn more about that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want to just touch before we go more in, deep into this authentic stuff, but you're mm-hmm. right about dating yourself. Oh my God. Since when I, one of my first date with this great guy I'm dating. Um, Congratulations, by the way. That's wonderful. Match.com. And to Isn't speak so highly, it's so nice to appreciate to be like this great guy I'm dating. Oh my god, so I'm nice. like head over heels. I'm like coming Yay. out of my skin. Good girl. But it's more people are like, well, I'll just dip into this briefly and we'll get back to authentic. But it's more about people are like, oh my god, how did it happen? I'm like, well, I actually started liking myself a lot before I go. met him, and go. that's why I met him. Yep. And on that first date, mm-hmm. sitting on the stool at the bar at Nautilus, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so this is how it's done. And I remember like talking about, you know, because, you know, you talk, you sort of give your verbal resume, I guess, right? Kinda, your emotional yeah. resume. And I remember thinking, it's, you know, when you make your resume for the first first time in a long time, you're like, wow, well, you know, I have done a lot of shit. Maybe I am pretty good. <laughs> and I remember hearing myself going, you know what? I, I do do a lot of shit and I'm actually a pretty cool person. And maybe I kind of have it together in some yeah. aspects. And I kind of like me. And all right. I was kind of like dating myself. Yeah. I was yeah. talking to myself and dating myself yeah. and starting to really like myself. Like, you know, it's it doesn't work out from here. Oh, well, I'm still great. I'm <laughs> Not still in great. an overly I'm confident cool way, but, and but loving yourself. Yeah. And, and understanding that. It's not about being perfect. It's about being happy where I am right now. Right. And, and being real. Being real and letting yourself off the hook with forgiveness. Like self-forgiveness is yes. huge for authenticity. Right. Right. So most of us fake it to attract, at least in the beginning. I mean, you know, like we were talking about websites. I mean, we'll fake it. You guys know what I mean. I mean, we want to put our best foot <laughs> forward. We do some faking. Let's admit it. <laughs> uh, but what is the negative to not being your authentic self while dating? So it's as if you're cheating on yourself. You're dating them, but you're cheating you. And in a way, you're cheating them because you're not bringing the real you to it. So that's going to come out no matter what. 
It's almost like um, like when you shake a bottle, right? And there's bubbles inside. And you could put it on a shelf for 10 years, but eventually somebody's going to open that bottle and that thing's going to burst. So you, the real you is going to come out. Is pent in there. Ah, so it's yeah. always going to come out. Like what you said earlier about how you reached out and FaceTimed your now boyfriend. Um, and you were doing a facial with a hairnet thing. And like you were like, <laughs> so listen, you're going to see this at month two or, mu- or, or year two. Like, right. let's get it handled. Right. But I find it um, interesting that you reached a place of trust with him and a place with trust within you right so that was why that happened there's a reason why that happened when it happened and not any week before Hmm. um it's because you reached a level of trust maybe there was a conversation an inner dialogue where you were like yeah dude i'm just gonna facetime him right now i really don't care if i have a mud mask on my face and a hairnet in my head he's gonna love me as much as i love me right now well the self-love came first that's Mm -hmm. why i did it i feel confident in who i am yeah so yeah, I everything. See. So and another advantage, wouldn't you say, of having it's it, you're having a you're having authentic relationships because when we're fake, we're not having real relationships. Correct, with people. exactly. And people sometimes go into marriages, long term commitments with people living inauthentically because they aren't clear on who they are and what they want. They're living this life of a magazine of of a, like what they want it to look like to the outside world what they think the outside wants them to have and not really truly doing the inner work and saying you know what that's really not what i want like i don't want to live like that i just created this because i thought everybody wanted it for me Mm -hmm. and it happens with you know it happens in all aspects of life if you think of it even career parents with their kids it's like a dream that you want for them but meanwhile your your child might be like ma i want to be like you know a, a professional surfer right and and you're like no, but you have to try to be a doctor, right. <laughs> you know. So it's it, it always goes back to love yourself, listen to yourself. What is that authentic voice saying inside you? What do you really want? And then go from there. Take the loving action to fulfill that. We just give a couple of examples, okay? You know, of of um, of authenticity. But give us another example of what being authentic in a relationship. Uh, with a significant other looks like? So I would say authenticity in a relationship with another person really looks like free, safe, flowing, ease and grace, amazing communication. Like you can be you and you feel inspired to elevate to the higher you that you know that you could be. And it's in the company, not because of, but right. in the company of that other person. Mm. So regardless of whether they're there physically sitting in front of you or on a trip or not even in your life, it's I'm having a relationship with you right now. Like you're Lynn, you're my girl now. We're mm. hanging out, we're talking, right? So like there's a bond of trust that happens. There's a dynamic that happens. So now we're sharing things authentically and so i'm like here for you and we're doing this great interview given to the people sharing insights so there's now this elevated connection from before 15 minutes ago when we started this you just met me so now there's this so so it becomes a trusting a nice dance if you will of communication back and forth and um, it, it, it applies to every relationship that we're in. Like yes. when you show up authentically, you're you're doing you first, legit. Like you are self loving. You're like, this is what I am, and not this is it. This is what I. This is what I am. This is who I am. And screw you if you don't like it. Right. No, no anger. It's, this is who I am. 
I'm a work in progress just as you, and I honor you for that because I honor it in myself. Right. I always view it as cutting my heart open, mm. and there's two parts, and I'm mm. just walking around with an open <laughs> heart. I know it's kind of gross. That's nice. But, but yeah, that's what I... So um, does being authentic in a relationship mean telling your significant other everything? I mean, I don't... I mean, I already have a judgment on this and an idea. I, I'm like, I don't need to tell him everything mm-hmm. oh my god i have a new cellulite dip in my right mm-hmm. leg i mean do i need no I, right That's absolutely not, not. there okay so here's the thing a lot of women just because of our physiological makeup right i i studied this with uh wonderful wonderful allison armstrong great stuff uh she looks at you know physiological makeup of men and women and how we differ and and why we communicate the way we do so anyway, the things that we communicate about, like with like women, we're very detailed, we're very descript, <laughs> we're very like, you know, to tell, you know, simple instructions of like right. how to go to the grocery store right. and like tell a man to buy, you know, salad dressing. And like, there's a specific one right, we want. He might not get the right we one. We will give him, you know, all this detail, you know, when meanwhile, somebody who leans a little more masculine, like I do, I would simply snap a picture of the existing dressing mm-hmm. and say, Baby, go to the store and buy this. And then I trust you to find it. And if you can't mm-hmm. hit me up, I'll, whatever, I'll help you out. But there are women who are like treat men like babies, like idiots, mm-hmm. like they don't know how to figure out problems. And men are big problem solvers, right? So that said, women tend to make their man their, um, chef, their, their mechanic, their therapist, their stylist, their, um, problem solver. So like this poor man, you know, it's like, dude, how much can you give me? Right. So, you know, (laughs) especially in a text. Okay. So like, think about who you have in your circle and Mm -hmm. delegate, know who to delegate. Right. So when you have therapy stuff, maybe it's your girlfriends, maybe it's mom, maybe it's a sister, maybe it's whatever, maybe it's a guy friend, you know, whatever, like somebody who's impartial and whatever knows you forever. Um, and then when it's more stuff about, you know, where that man can be empowered, where you're like, baby, can you do me a favor? I really don't know what's going on with my computer. Can you right. look at this for me? Fix something. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Superhero fix it. Right. Or, you know what? Empowering the man to say, listen, babe, I don't know if you know how to work this, but like, I know you'll know how to find somebody. Right. And, and and really inspiring them to be, I'll step in and I'll help you. And, and men are very helpful. They're always looking for opportunities to step up and really be there and be of service. And I find a lot of women, independent ones, oftentimes uh, refrain from asking for help. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But sometimes... It's nice to just say, I got it, but I'm going to let you get it for me anyway. Well, speaking from a very independent, strong woman's perspective, mm-hmm. it, I think some of us have difficulty receiving yes. because we're used to doing everything ourselves because we can. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Um, it is nice to receive love, which comes in the form of somebody hanging your Christmas lights or fixing yes. your grill or or whatever. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? It's exactly what I'm talking about. And sometimes, you know, when women do for themselves at a very uh, high level, they're paying their rent, their mortgages, they are very successful, they're, you know, they're holding it down. Oftentimes, guys will look at that woman and they'll say, well, where is there room for me to do anything for Uh, you? It's not so much like women walk around like, 
they're just intimidated by me. They're intimidated, no. and they use that word, and they throw it around, and it's like you know a kick in the man nuts. And it's yeah. and it's I used to say that all the time. Be like guys, are just threatened by me. Like I'm just this New York girl. I tell it like it is. That it's very masculine, right? But the men, what they love is that feminine energy, right? And well, I've Tony learned Robbins a lot about teaches this. that. Yeah, you know, like yes. man be man, woman be woman, and you yeah. can still be a woman and independent when 100%. you let your man take care of you. Hundred percent. Grab you by the hair gently. Of yes, course, please. love that absolutely. But it's even an energy it's more it's 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 definitely an energy i mean i was incredibly masculine in my marriage i was very emasculating in my marriage and my husband's ex-husband was a wonderful man treated me like a queen and he would do amazing things for me nice things for me and i looked at it more like well i can make my own toast in the morning what i need you to do is make 250 grand a year mm, i could you know i could take my you. car to the mechanic myself but what i need you to do is figure out our finances for the next 10 years and make sure we're going to have a couple of million in the bank i mean i was rough oh yeah rough. But that was him making you toast was his way of yes. loving you yes as which, opposed to 250 Exactly. He, so, like, my love language, which is amazing. Have you ever heard of the love I languages? Have the book. Mine is, oh my mine is touch. What is yours? Really, your physical touch. Yeah. I love that. So you hugged me as soon as I came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So you touchy. are your physical touch. I love that. Mine's right. gifts. Uh, gifts. Okay. Gifts and words of affirmation. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's called the mm. uh, uh, five, five love languages. languages. There's there's a, one for teenagers, children, and couples, mm. and I think one for yourself. Basically, there, people love differently um, and express their love differently. So Lisa's way is gifts. So your man needs to buy me things right. and tell me I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. authentic. Hi, here right. it is. This is authentic, yeah. you know? And I'm by things. I don't mean, you know, he doesn't need to buy me like a Ferrari. Right. Like, but if you're at CVS right. and you at glance over and gum. you see some, you know, gummy bears, and you know right. they're my favorite candy. Which means and you I'm thinking of you, I love you. You're yeah, important to me. totally. Like, look, I yeah. bought you a present. Or, you know, we'll yeah. go on a business trip. This is funny. My, my uh, boyfriend currently goes on business trips. And uh, sometimes he gets pens, and I have a thing with pens. My whole life, I love pens, and so he, you know, does medical sales and that kind of thing in that industry. So he'll come in with post-its and pens, and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" And I'm clicking them and I'm writing them on the thing. I'm like, "This one's good," and I'll keep it. Oh, this one skips, and I'll throw it away. But it's, but it's that it's a game. You. It's thinking yeah. of me. It's just a thought. Yeah, it's just, yeah, and it's yeah, a yeah. present. I, it has to do with my father when my Aww. dad lived, and we lived in the Bronx in New York. Every time my dad would go and get the newspaper, he would come back with either like a teeny bopper magazine for me Aww. or candy or there was always a gift so it was always like my dad always thinks of me he always brings me a treat that's so nice I just yeah so yeah how's that going by the way before we <laughs> how's your relationship with your boyfriend going oh the relationship with my boyfriend is going great amazing amazing we're about let's see year and a half ish it's coming up on the holidays. We have nice plans for Thanksgiving with friends. He's actually up in uh, Rhode Island and, Mer and uh, Maine doing business and also seeing his family up there, which is awesome. And yeah, so I get to like get my stuff done. I get to chill. I get to work on my business. Yeah, everybody you know. needs their own time. Yes, yes, can't yes, be yes. Smothery. Uh, exactly. What is your recipe? If you had a recipe. Okay. For being your true self, your authentic self while okay. dating. Okay. Like if you could get, say, one, two, three. Okay. What would it be? Okay, so you get a glass. <laughs> get a glass and, and an apron. And, and in it, you're going to put uh, intention. Mm. You're gonna do. You're gonna do a shot of intention in the glass. And intention, I mean, wake up in the morning, think of the kind of day you want to have, set the intention for it, maybe meditate a little bit, just do some self care. And uh, really envision before you exist in that day what you want that outcome to be. So that'll create 
and then ask to so the universe, this is the kind of day I want. Use me for good. Invite opportunity in. I'm ready to receive, which leads to shot number two in the glass. Um, get comfortable with receiving compliments, mm-hmm. um, serendipitous opportunities. Get very comfortable with that. Like, I received that. I did that. I created that. I manifested that. Thank you, universe, which leads to shot glass number three. Be thankful, grateful. Gratitude is huge for self-love. Um, be grateful for the things that you created. And uh, mindfulness, right? Just be mindful. Like, you're existing in your day. You meet cool people. Cool thing happens. We often just take it for granted. But when we start to say, I did that. My thoughts created that. Mm-hmm. I believe that that can happen, and it did. And I, for example, you and I sitting here now, I set out, probably I'd say two months ago, I made a declaration to the universe. I said, you know what I want to do? I want to get around really, really influential people in Miami. I want to maybe interview them on Lisa's Lowdown, my show that I do, mm-hmm. or um, kind of talk to them about their relationships. You know, hey, you're a business owner and your wife manages your books. Like, how does that work? You know, um, just really kind of helping people learn from the examples of others. So I said, whoever, whomever, whoever, let it in. I let it in. And then I let it go. And I, del- I delegated it. I said, okay, universe, I delegate it to you. The next 90 days, show me some people to get around. Well, it was amazing. I started to go to more networking events. I started to get invited to things. You reached out to me to invite well, me Lisa, on your podcast. You, you like email me, text me. I don't know what the hell, but uh, something on social media. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Four months ago. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. And uh, oh, honey, you are falling in love. It's all good. Exactly. <laughs> you, now that I know what that was about, I'm like, cheers to you. Yeah, I fell off the face of the earth, but but you kept coming back, and yeah, that was great. If you didn't, we wouldn't be sitting here. So you. So that's another an self loving action right there too. Is um, seizing opportunity for yourself. Mm. So I wasn't going to let that go. I'm like, yeah. well, Martinez reaches out to you. I mean, I wasn't I'm going. So glad you did. Yeah, I was like. Look, she's probably, I'm curious to know, like, what's going on with her that's, like, making it this, you know, (laughs) challenging to connect on this date and, like, make this happen. And now that I learned, like, it's because she was in love. She's falling in love. She got, like, you know, in a relationship with somebody. Then I'm like, oh, I'm all for that. That's cool. (laughs) Well, I decided to, you know, I was judging myself for a little bit because I haven't done this podcast in three months. Mm -hmm. And I was went to judgment. And I was getting all signs from universe Mm. saying, you know, it's okay because this is ex- life experiences first of all are is your life's work mm-hmm. you're not not working because you're having an experience and number two you're investing in yourself lynn so it's okay you're all loving good. yourself so all i'm good. all in 100 percent, and now i'm back to more balance yeah mm-hmm. and the other thing is like looking at inspired action so i'm in this mastermind group i joined it about three or four months ago and we're big on um taking imperfect action and i'm really big on taking inspired action right so when i want like you did you were on this role with this podcast you had you know i listened to a bunch right so you're on this role la, 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 and then life is happening simultaneously right. and then you intuitively your little voice inside said you need a break you need a break from the podcast because you're not taking inspired action anymore you're doing it because you have to or you feel right. you have to as opposed to i want to i want to get back right. into this again and it would happen you know in time in your time and it did and now right. you have new software and right. you're like give me your voice let me see if this is working and it's like a newfound inspiration 
to do the show. So it's so just look, great. Look for positive and everything. That's really what you're saying. Totally. Like everything totally. happens for a positive reason. Um, what is? What if you sense that the other person you're dating isn't being authentic? Oh, wow. Great opportunity. Great opportunity. Especially um, the more you get to know them. So I read vibe. I'm very intuitive. I can tell when somebody is, that's, especially somebody who's close to me, is a little off. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, um, not with judgment, but with love and desire to understand. So what's going on? What's that What's that vibe, that wooji I'm getting? And there's... What if they say, oh, it's nothing? Oh, you're imagining it. Are you sure? Right, okay. You can tell me anything. And you might not be able to tell me now or want to tell me now, but when you're ready, I'm here. So it's important to hear what you just said. So affirmation. I hear you saying, don't fix the other person. Like, oh, you're being fake, pointing the finger. You need to be authentic, like me. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, come from love and true interest. Wondering, wondering yes. what's going on with this person, and not fixing. Hundred percent, and coming from protection of your own energy and your own vibe. Mm. So if the person mm. you're with is in a funk, and you know they're in a funk, and you call them out on being in a funk, but not call them out like aggressively, do it like I said. Mm-hmm. You know, baby, are you, are you cool? Is everything cool? Yeah, everything's all right. You sure? Yeah, yeah, it, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. All right, well, listen, we don't have to talk about it now, but know that I love you and I'm here when you're ready. And I go back to my whatever, my music, my this, my that, because I'm not going there. Right, you come right. here. I'm up right. here. I'm happy up here, up my high-flying place. I'll check on you, but I'm not staying there with you. Right. You have to come uh, to me when you're ready. Right. And then I'll be off on my way with love and joy. Right. And I was not like that before. That's work. That's the work. It is actually the key to peace, I think, mm-hmm. in life. Oh, yeah. Per, not, you know, preserve your vibe. Right. Not engaging. Yeah. And Choose. not getting in the mud. So uh, I'm going to review. You're saying your your recipe for mm. dating authentically would be number one: make an intention. Mm-hmm. You she called it the glass and putting a shot in. Mm-hmm. So put a shot of intention in for the day. That's daily self care, self love, asking. Uh, number two: be willing to receive. That's big for women. Take it in, receive. And number three: have some gratitude. Have a lot of gratitude for everything in your life. So. To review, what is your best advice for life on how to date authentically? In a nutshell, in a sentence. Be true to yourself. First, most always love you better than anyone you know ever could. Because that's what it's all about. You have to be 100% responsible for all outcomes, your own happiness, and bring that to the table. And when you do that, you will date with purpose and it will be a whole different game. And you'll have real relationships with real people Mm -hmm. because you're being your real self. Yep. Okay, before we let you go, we're going to do Lynn's Fab Five where I get to ask you five random questions so we know more about you. Although I think we're learning a lot about you. I love that. Okay, what is the number one mistake people make while dating? Number one mistake people make while dating is rushing into sex too soon. Ooh, what's too soon? (laughs) Um, When they feel that they are doing it for any other reason than their readiness oh there you go there's pleasing not being your true self so it's not a it's not a number or a date or hours it's a feeling it's it's also a feeling of coming at it from a place of get as a place as opposed to a place of give so like when you're coming at i want to have sex with someone because i'm lonely or i want to have sex with someone because i just need a release or i want to have sex with someone because i'm not feeling pretty 
different. You're getting, you're looking for validation outside of you. But when you're like, wow, I really like this person and oh my gosh. And you know, it's, it's everything I like, everything I wanted. He's coming at me like a gentleman and she's coming at me like a lady treating me like a king. Like, all right, this is good. Let's take this to the next level. That's great advice. What is the ideal date? Ooh, ideal date depends on uh, the people in it. Mm -hmm. Um, For some, it could be exercise date, you know, like, hey, let's go do a workout together. Or some other people who are into wine, it could be let's go to a wine tasting. Some people like art, let's do an art. I think it's a lot of um, coming together on a common interest and just enjoying that time together. Real Christmas tree or fake? Real. Favorite makeout song? I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I'm so dramatic. Oh, my God. I hate that song. I will never be making out. I don't know why I thought of that song. That's so funny. I want to know what love is. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's great. Hair extensions are natural. Natural. You have great hair. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being on the show. If Thanks you want to get in contact me. with Lisa, go to her website. It's awesome. <laughs> Lovequestcoaching.com. You can also find her on all social media platforms. Lisa Concepcion. Thank you. This was a treat. Oh, my God. This was so fun. Yes. Guys, give me some feedback and let me know what you think because you gave, you gave great dating tips. Thank you. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.